Welcome to Phi Gravity listeners. This is Juliana Sauber, traditional naturopath, back again with another great interview. I'm excited to bring Tiffany Tilly in. Tiffany is um, a longtime friend and client, and uh, her health story I thought was really inspirational. And um, I thought, let's bring Tiffany on so she can uh, share with us uh, some of what she's experienced. So welcome, Tiffany. We're glad to have you. Hi, thank you. I'm glad to be here and be a part of this. So, Tiffany, you grew up in um, the a small town in Michigan, yes? Yes, Three Rivers. Okay, excellent. Um, and so, um, you're not from an area that's uh, big into health? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no? Not at all. So, um, so, choosing to go a healthier lifestyle must have been a real interesting deviation from what most of the people around you were doing. Can you uh, tell us a bit of your story uh, and what brought you to the point where you said, I've got to do something different? Yeah. Um, Basically, I just needed a change. Um, It was during high school. I just started my freshman year and I was having a lot of health issues and the doctors couldn't figure out what was going on. I was gaining weight. I was tired all the time. Um, and we finally figured out what was going on and the doctor said it was just going to keep on happening if I didn't keep having surgeries and keep doing procedures. And I told myself, no, I didn't want to go through that. It was just too Mm -hmm. much and it was too much on my body mentally and physically. And I started doing my own research and making myself healthier. Awesome. Um, so you were pretty young when this all started. I mean, that's like, uh, 14 years old, roughly? Yeah, I was about 15. Um, It was freshman year 2006. Um, Mm -hmm. I had just started. It was in the fall of freshman year. So that was pretty rough to start high school like that. Um, But I got through it. But yeah, that was pretty tough. That was like my worst time when everything, my health like was really bad and everything first started. Mm. Um, Do you feel comfortable sharing some of the things you were suffering with? Yeah. Um, it was a lot of, um, like some women issues, I guess, um, ovarian cyst. Um, Mm -hmm. I kept getting them. The doctors didn't know why they said it could have been stress related. I mean, I was focused on school. That was my main priority and just starting high school. That's a big deal for a child. You know, it's a big transition. Um, so I started high school and I just started having problems and this was early on in the year too. And, um, you know, I just uh, had ovarian cyst and I had a surgery and the surgery took a lot longer than what they thought it was going to be. Um, it was only supposed to be like one and a half to two and a half hours. I think it ended up being five to six Wow! Um, because the cyst, when they went in, it was actually the size of a cantaloupe. Oh, um, my. Yeah out through an ultrasound that was kind of forced on because they didn't want to do an ultrasound and my mom was like hey you know I think we need to do this because it's I think something's going on so they did that they did the surgery um it took longer than they thought and because it was so bad it was pushing on to like the back of my bowels and my ovary so I had my left ovary and my left fallopian tube removed along with Mm -hmm. the cyst And on my right ovary, I had small cysts. And these were all Mm. dermoid benign cysts, so it was not cancerous, which was a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But the issues just kept happening. Um, It was three years later. um, I was a senior. 
and it was towards the end of senior year. I was having some more issues, kept having to go to the doctor, and they did another ultrasound, and they said, well, more cysts, another surgery. So Mm. um, it was August of 2009. I had another surgery. It was two weeks, actually, before I started college, so that was another big change, rough transition. Um, I had surgery, had the small cyst removed on my right ovary, and I was able to keep that ovary. Um, But yeah, that was tough just starting college. Um, I couldn't carry my books, couldn't like walk the stairs, couldn't do a lot. I had to use the elevator, things like that. And then um, about, I think it was like a year, six months later, maybe a year, um, I went back and they're like, well, you have another small cyst or two growing. And I'm like, okay. That's to the point where I got tired of it. I like I just felt like I couldn't go through the surgeries, didn't want to deal with this. So that's when I started doing my own research. Wow. Mm. And, and I recall um, some dental challenges as well. Yes. Um, I've always just, um, it kind of runs in the family, but I've always had bad luck with dental issues. Um, most of my teeth have like cavities and, uh, well, they're fillings now. Um, I've had some teeth removed. I had three dental surgeries um, throughout like um, elementary school. Um, I had an accident where I had to have um, like a partial wires, things like that. So it's a lot of that too. Um, So yeah, I've had a lot going on. (laughs) Yes, you have. Oh my gosh. And You know, that's, I mean, that is difficult as a teenager. It impacts, you know, whether a teenager or adult, it impacts your life. It changes how you interact with your friends, you know, the things you can do. Um, Were there other things that um, you felt were impacted in your life because of the, uh, the health challenges you were dealing with? Yeah, I just, you know, like I was tired all the time. I didn't have a lot of energy. It was affecting the people around me. Um, My parents knew that I was suffering and they felt bad for me, but we were still trying to figure things out at the time. Um, We would go out with some family or my cousins or friends from school and I'd have to leave early and come home um, just because I couldn't stand it. Like I had severe back pain. Um, I just like, I was tired. I didn't know what was going on. I just felt sick. Couldn't really like get out of bed a lot. So that really impacted me because I wasn't like living life the way like I wanted to and hanging out with my friends and family and they could tell it was really affecting me too. So that impacted me in a lot of ways. Wow. So you did your own research and you started digging in what kinds of things intrigued you and then what sorts of changes did you start to make? Um, well, I had one good friend from school in high school. We actually met in uh, middle school in sixth grade. His name's Gabe. Um, he was vegetarian, vegan, and he, off and on, and he was telling me different things about it, and I kind of just blew it off at first. And then once I, you know, started having my issues and things were getting more serious, I was getting older, I kind of um, just looked into it, and I started doing my own research, and I realized that, you know, it's probably a good thing for my health to like change my eating habits and the way I do things and things. So um, the first thing I did, I believe it's been quite a while ago. The first thing I did that I remember is that I cut out dairy and I cut out dairy for quite a while. And um, when I went back to the doctor that third time or final time, 
with all the cysts and everything going on, they couldn't figure out what happened, but my cysts went away that were growing. And I told mm-hmm. them that I cut out dairy, and they, you know, doctors didn't think that anything was related to that. But I feel yeah. with the way dairy is, you know, the animals and the products and everything are raised with the hormones and injections and everything, that was a big difference, especially in women. So I think that's really what started me on my path is because cutting out dairy got rid of my cysts. Yeah. Yeah. Most people don't know that uh, MDs get little or no nutrition or food-based training in their medical school. It's primarily pharmaceuticals and surgery. Mm -hmm. So if it doesn't fit within that narrow window of we have a drug for it or we have a surgery for it, um, most people don't recognize that you're you're not going to get that kind of recommendation from most physicians. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I hear a lot of stories about people that go to the doctor and they've made these changes and, and then the doctor's surprised or, you know, well, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. So Mm -hmm. it sounds like that helped a lot with that first challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of like, you know, some of them thought I was crazy. Um, I went to a lady in Kalamazoo and I know a couple of people that also went to her and had some issues and didn't care for the outcome. Um, and she told me that I had severe back pain and I needed, um, that I didn't have any back pain actually, and that I needed psychiatric help. So, yeah. So that's when I was like, okay, I know something's going on. I never went back to that lady. Um, she was just kind of like a fill in because the other doctor was gone. And then Mm -hmm. I ended up getting two tremendous doctors that I would recommend to anybody. Um, and they worked with me. They were patient. They helped me out, answered any questions I had, took their time, um, yeah. checked, like called me from my home, checked on me, made sure I was doing okay. So, yeah. What a difference that you advocated for yourself. Good that your mom said, Hey, there's something going on. Let's figure this out. And that you said, this doctor's not helping me. I need to find someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's another thing. I think that people see the white coat and think this is where I need to be. And also I don't really have control over my health. Um, And it's your experience clearly is very different. Mm -hmm. So what other changes did you make that you found very valuable? Well, most of it was food related. Um, I did it like a slow step-by-step process. Um, I first thing I did was cut out dairy And then I tried to avoid just certain like junk foods, things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I was, when I turned 21, I was getting ready to get out of college. Um, I was three years in college after high school and just listening to my friend, you know, and doing my own research, I decided, you know, you're 21, you're getting older, you need to start this change and, you know, get rid of your health issues and stuff. So um, I ended up going vegetarian on my 21st birthday. And I mm-hmm. was like, well, you know, this might, you know, keep me motivated and it'll be a day I can remember and stuff. And I did. I, from that day forward, I was vegetarian. And then about nine months later, I think it was in February of 2013, um, I watched a movie with my dad called Food Inc. And I seen how a lot of things food wise in this uh, world are processed and taken care of before they get put on the shelves for us to eat. So from that day, that night that I watched Food, Inc., I went vegan, and I never went back. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been vegan a little over seven years now, and I wouldn't go back. 
my health is yeah. 90%, 95% better than what it was before. Wow. Has it, have you found it's helped, um, all these lifestyle changes have helped with the dental, uh, challenges as well? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, I still have my six month checkups and stuff like that. Um, I get rare cavities here and there, um, still. Um, but yeah, I think it made a difference because I don't get toothaches anymore. I used to get severe toothaches to the point where I just like, I couldn't stand it. I'd lay in bed. Um, but I don't really get those anymore. Um, I try to, you know, keep up with flossing a couple times a day, you know, using clean, healthy toothpaste, um, things like that. So yeah, I think that made a difference too on my dental issues. Mm -hmm. How do you define clean, healthy toothpaste? Well, um, it's been, I believe four or five years ago. Now I started using young living products with essential oils. And I tried different things throughout the years. And about a year or so ago, maybe two years, um, I tried the Thieves Toothpaste. And I've tried different kinds. I've tried the Aroma, Bite, uh, Aroma Bright, Dentrum Ultra. And I kind of went back and forth between the two. So I kind of just switched them up. And I just got some whitening toothpaste that I'm going to try soon to see how that works. Um, but even... I think you'll love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've heard good results. But uh, even my hygienist at my um, dentist office, she does a lot of natural. Um, she's a client of yours as well, actually, and um, mm -hmm. Shannon. Yeah. And she, you know, the well, couple times after that I went, after I started using the toothpaste, she goes, I don't know what you're doing. She said, you know, it's pretty obvious your teeth are pretty bad and they're not going to get a whole lot better. But she said they're actually not getting any worse. So, good. I mean, in the long run, that was a good thing for me because every time I went, it's like, oh, another cavity or, oh, something's going on or, oh, we need to do this. You need to come back. So that was nice to hear that. And um, I also mm -hmm. use the Thieves mouthwash. Um, mm -hmm. And I know the toothpaste has xylitol in it. The mouthwash doesn't. So I actually got some xylitol powder and just put it in the mouthwash and mixed it up. Nice. So, yeah. So that seems to make a big difference, too. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Now, um, the vegan lifestyle has some challenges. So are there any things that you um, add in or supplement on a regular basis? Yeah, um, being vegan, you need a lot of um, B12. You know, you need certain vitamins that you wouldn't get um, if you weren't vegan, you know, if you are vegan. So B12 is a big one. Um, I don't like to take supplements if I don't have to, cause I do like to get my um, nutrients and things from food. Cause I love food, you know, mm -hmm. who doesn't, <laughs> um, <laughs> right. but so I, for B12, I try to use nutritional yeast. Um, I try not to use too much of it at once. Cause I, my body just, I mean, it tells me like, okay, you know, you've had enough. Um, but I do know that helps. And then also, um, I use the so delicious coconut milk, um, try to get the unsweetened. And that has like 50% B12 in like half a cup or a cup. So that mm -hmm. helps a lot. I do a lot of um, the coconut milk. Like if I have, you know, like the um, vegan dark hot chocolate or um, once in a very rare while, I'll have like the organic um, gluten-free sprouted oatmeal. Um, so mm -hmm. I'll do the coconut milk with that. Or just like smoothies. I live on smoothies during the summer. Um, so I do a lot of coconut or almond milk with that. So, um, B12, um, I'm trying to think what other ones, um, 
I know just like, you know, vitamin D, vitamin C, I try to get a lot of that too. Um, the mm-hmm. Physica Energetics Alkali C, it helps with that a lot. Um, so I do mm-hmm. use that. It's like the orange powder. You just put it in water or whatever and drink it. It's really good. Um, I do the chlorophyll, um, liquid chlorophyll extra strength just to, you know, try and get a little more oxygen flow with my blood. And um, it seems to help, too. I seem to have a little bit more energy when I drink that. Um, So -hmm. those are like the three main things that I can think of that I supplement quite often. Um, And then just the essential oils. um, I use a lot of those, whether I roll them on myself or diffuse them. Um, Just use them different ways every day, um, different thieves products, things like that. So those are the main ones, I'd say. Yeah. Now, most people think that if you go healthy, you give up all your yummy treats. Do you think you give up treats? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I've always had a sweet tooth. Um, I think that might be 10% of my dental issues. (laughs) Um, When I was younger, you know, I loved my chocolate. I loved my cookies. I was actually nicknamed the cookie monster uh, when I was little, just because I loved, you know, I grew up watching Sesame street and, um, cookie monster was my favorite. And, uh, so I had a lot of cookies. I like lived on carbs, um, cereal, chocolate, chocolate. I'm like a chocolate slightly. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I, you know, I'm not afraid to admit that, um, my body will tell me, you know, like, Hey, you know, you've had too much or slow down a little bit. So, you know, <laughs> Um, but yeah, the healthy, um, vegan dark chocolate without the milk or anything like that. Um, it only has like two or three, maybe five ingredients, but you can read each one and understand them. So pretty much every day I have a little bit of dark chocolate in something or just, you know, a piece of a dark chocolate bar with almonds or something. So I definitely don't give up sweets, you know, like my smoothies, um, ice cream. I love, I got hooked on the so delicious um, there are some mm-hmm. added ingredients in there um, that I'm not 100% supportive on, but it's 90% healthier than the other ice creams out there. So yeah. um, <laughs> my favorite one is probably like the salted caramel cluster. Um, they, mm, yeah, my son loves yeah, that one. <laughs> they do have some uh, dark chocolate truffle is a rare one to find. I just found one. Um, I think it was in Kalamazoo at Sawals. It's called Very Vanilla. And mm. I like swore like um, my mom and I made chocolate chip cookies, the Simple Mills baking mix. And she had mm-hmm. an idea and she's like, well, why don't we make ice cream sandwiches? And I had just bought in that um, ice cream. So I was like, OK. So we tried it. And that ice cream, the very vanilla, tastes just like vanilla cake. Just like it. Ooh! wow. Yeah. That sounds so really I was yummy. Like, the vanilla <laughs> one's good, but the very vanilla gives you that cake like just the taste of it. So I was like, Oh, that's a good one. So <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. healthy sweet tooth options out there. If you are a sweet tooth person. Yeah, absolutely. You introduced me to raw Terry and raw apple pie, which is, you know, it, we think of apple pie as like dessert on Thanksgiving, but that one, because it's like five ingredients, it's cashews and coconut, a little bit of sea salt lemon apples cinnamon like six ingredients i think it Mm -hmm. is um you know super easy to make i tend to freeze it and then i'll eat it breakfast lunch dinner snack (laughs) yeah (laughs) because i figure those ingredients are all all good Mm -hmm. for you i mean there isn't one that isn't beneficial so 
what's the difference if I eat it at two in the morning or I eat it at, you know, at, uh, right after dinner or something. It just is, uh, I love, that's one of my absolute favorites. I, I haven't made it in a while. I think it's time to bring that one back. <laughs> yeah. Up. Well, so. I'm glad you like it, but mm-hmm. yeah, raw Tarion, um, I followed her for quite a while and uh, I've tried a lot of her different recipes. She has like an avocado chocolate pudding, which is amazing. It's made with banana mm. and avocado and chocolate powder and a couple other ingredients. Um, but I finally got my processor, my deluxe blender out. Thank you, Pampered Chef, <laughs> um, for coming up with that. <laughs> um, I tried it yesterday and made that amazing taco chili mix. And um, it turned out pretty good. So I'm excited, especially this summer, to get my smoothies going again and uh, just have mm-hmm. those, you know, those good ingredients, you know, healthy options that I can start making at home again. And- Instead of buying store-bought, because even though it's still healthy store-bought, I feel that it's a little bit cleaner if I can make it myself. Sure. And it's fast. You know, I I mean, I have the same blender, and we've made a bunch of smoothies with it. Super easy, quick. Um, I made the um, – there's a recipe for a a tomato basil soup um, because that blender will heat things up that is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then um, we did a grilled cheese sandwich with it. So um, we've been doing, I still eat goat cheese. So we get goat cheese, uh, Gouda, and um, usually some So Delicious or Daiya uh, vegan cheese with it. And uh, that tomato soup, like, it's so satisfying. Like, that's the comfort food I missed when I, when I changed my own diet. And it gives you a little bit of that, um, you know, the nostalgia that comes along with it. And then you're not totally sacrificing all of the efforts that you've made. Yeah, that's so, the yeah, that's, that's the nice part is that whatever you liked, if you are someone who changed your eating habits, um, I don't like to call it a diet. Um, I call it an eating lifestyle or an eating change. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. the nice part. Like whatever you liked before, if you're vegetarian or vegan now, or you just want to eat a little bit healthier, there's always a different option out there. You can replace any ingredient to make it healthier. Very true. Very true. So who are some of the people that taught you? Like who inspired you? Who inspires you today? Um, Well, I mean, there's a lot of people. Um, Like I said, my friend Gabe from school, we don't talk as much as we used to. We all, you know, kind of some of us went our separate ways, you know, after school and stuff. And we're all busy, have our own schedules. But um, he was one to kind of, you know, give me tips. And he was the one actually to uh, shortly after I went vegan, he just texted me one day and or messaged me and said, hey, you know, you need to make sure that you get enough B12 because he said being vegan, you need that. So I thought that was, you know, just nice of him, yeah. like a side tip, you know, a little bit of advice. Um, you obviously, you know, I've been a client for quite a few years now. And even then we've become friends and we have cooking days now, which is fun. Um, where we yeah, can that exchange recipes, you know, give advice or help each other out doing that. Um, I've learned a lot, you know, like certain supplements that I can take if I need to. Um, you introduced me, um, to the, like the young living products and things like that, um, which I use the oils every day. Um, and then kind of just like when I did my own research, um, the main people that inspired me was the raw Tarian. Um, her name is Laura Jane Kors, I think is how you say it. Um, just rawtarian.com. And then Fully Raw Girl is Christina Carrillo Buckerum, I think. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. But um, I was raw for quite a while. 
Um, I went fully raw after I was vegan and I really liked it. I think I do. My body does best on that. It's just really hard to do um, because everything you need is fresh and it's not always easy to do that right away, especially if you're in a hurry or you got something going on. Um, Mm -hmm. And then DDP is a retired professional wrestler and he has DDP yoga and he's really inspired me. Um, I wanted to get into yoga at some point and it was about four or five years ago. Um, I was just trying to do some more research and I came across the video with Arthur Borman and I was like, if this guy can do it, anybody can do it. So, yeah, that's an amazing story. I was was touched by that. And um, I've shared it with a lot of other people. And I don't keep up on it like I used to. I'm actually trying to get back into it because I know it's really good for me. And I do notice a huge difference with my flexibility and stretching. Um, But DDP, for sure, just with the whole uh, yoga thing, he does all gluten free, um, organic, everything like that, too. So I try to follow some of his eating plans and advice from that. And then um, just Mm -hmm. the other one on Facebook or uh, online that I found is the Sundance family. I think they had a name, the Raw Food family, I think it was before. Um, But I just found like between them and um, just other health pages, they post um, like pictures and it would say foods, you know, plant foods high in calcium or vitamin C or plant foods, you know, that you can replace for eggs or things like that. So that really inspired me because I was Mm. like, okay, it's not so hard. You know, you, you have more options. And once you get in that routine, it's like getting out of bed in the morning. It's hard to do, but once you're up, you can just go all day. So (laughs) it's like changing your eating habits and your lifestyle. It's really hard to do. And you just, you can't give up. You got to keep going, especially when you, you know, it makes a difference for yourself and your health. So, um, yeah, it was just mainly everybody, you know, people around me and just like, I, it sounds kind of weird, but I inspired myself because when I did the research, you know, and I, like I had my Cisco away just by cutting out dairy and I was like, okay, you know, like that inspired yeah. me to move further and to keep going. And it motivated myself. Like I can do this and I can keep my health problems away. So that was nice too. That's amazing. Congratulations on that. Uh, have you inspired anybody else? Yeah, I think, I mean, my close family, you know, like my parents, um, my dad eats pretty healthy now. He doesn't hardly do any meat at all. Um, I mean, we all have minor health issues, but even he's noticed a difference too. Um, just he feels better, has more energy when he eats, you know, fresh food like salads or soups, you know, beans, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister-in-law and my nieces, um, I don't know if I've inspired them, but I know I've talked to them quite a bit about food. Um, and about four years ago, maybe five years ago, um, all three of them went uh, vegetarian and gluten-free and they love Mm -hmm. it. Like they wouldn't go back. Um, My youngest niece, she's pretty young. She's nine now, going to be 10 this year. And she would take an avocado over candy any day. So like, (laughs) I love that. So that, that, that's inspiring too. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, some close friends, they do ask me once in a while, like, Hey, have you tried this? Or, Hey, should I do this? Um, and then wrestling friends, um, 
some wrestling people that I know are big into health and there are some of them are vegetarian or vegan or eat, you know, healthier options. And we kind of message back and forth sometimes and just give each other advice tips, you know, like, Hey, where can you eat out here? Or should it, like, what recipe do you have for this? Or, Oh, you should try this. So I right. don't know, you know, like I, they're inspired by me, but they, you know, I do feel like I get a lot of questions and people asking me like, how did you do this? Or I don't know how you do this. Like, you know, cause they don't want to give up, mm-hmm. you know, their cheese or their chocolate or their meat, you know? <laughs> and I guess just to me, it right? was um, easier for me. Cause I wasn't a big meat eater. I didn't drink a lot of pop. So like it was easier for me to be vegan, I guess, than it would be for other people. But I just feel like I've inspired them mainly by the choices that I've made over the years. Yeah, people see that uh, that progress, and that you're you're not struggling anymore, and that that inspires some people. So that's amazing. Thank Congratulations you. on that. Uh, um, so is that what keeps you? Yeah, going? I mean, um, just like the inspiration for myself and other people, I always you know try to get the word out there. Um, it's part of the reason why I was excited to do this podcast. Is the more people I can help, the more I'll feel better about it because some people might have the same issues I had, and maybe they're still having problems. So hopefully, if they hear this, you know, if they them cutting out dairy works for them, or just eating healthier, you know, in the long run. Um, so my improved health has really kept me going just to stay on the path that I'm, that I'm at. And, uh, the healthy food, like it tastes so good, you know, like just by itself. I, sometimes I don't even season it. So, and people are like, how do you eat that? And I'm like, yeah. if you tried it, you'd like it. <laughs> so, but yeah, food, <laughs> you know, the healthy chocolate, obviously I love my avocados and things like that. Um, just family and friends, you know, and, and life, life keeps me going there. It's always busy. There's always something going on, you know? So it's just, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of everything. That's awesome. We got to have things to keep us going. Right. I mean, to your point, it's, it's not easy when you're traveling and going to places and, you know, the food around you is not conducive to uh, a healthier lifestyle. So you really just got to stay focused on that objective, whatever is yeah, driving the you there. Yeah, that's too, is I notice even like with um, my wrestling friends or people that I talk to, um, when we eat as healthy as we do and as strict as we do, we either have to eat ahead of time or we have to bring food with us. <laughs> and that's not always easy because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you have to take a cooler or you have to plan ahead. Um, now that I have the processor up and going, I can start food prepping again, which is nice because then I can just grab and go instead of, you know, grabbing something at the store or, you know, eating like even though yeah. it's the healthy chocolate or the healthy snacks, you know, it's better to have more veggies or a meal than it is to just keep snacking like that. So. Absolutely. Do you think you've saved money in the long term? In the long term, yeah. Um, a lot of times I just, I feel like it evens out too sometimes. Just um, it's less going to the doctor, less medical issues, less medicine, um, things like that. And eating healthy can be expensive. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I grew up frugal. Both my parents are really, you know, they're cheap. They coupon and watch their spendings and all that. So um, I just grew up like mm-hmm. that and uh, I try to do the same thing. And there are options um, with different food stores or Meyer, things like that with M Perks. Um, 
I try to buy in bulk too. That helps a lot. Um, so I feel mm-hmm. like even though, like if I spend 40 or $50 on nuts or um, things, just, you know, like a couple things in the bulk section, but it actually lasts me, you know, four or five, six months in the long run, um, buying in bulk, then I feel like that saves a lot of money too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, good. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your story with us. And um, I do believe it's going to inspire others and just give them, you know, that extra boost of hope that they can take charge of their health. And there's an awful lot they can do themselves. It doesn't require a significant amount of investment or extra work. It just means, you know, one change at a time. Yeah, you're welcome. I hope, you know, people hear it. And um, if they're inspired or they want to know more, they can always, you know, feel free to message me. Um, So I'm excited just to get the word out there and help as many people as I can, because I know what I went through. I wouldn't want other people to go through just mentally and physically. It's a lot on your body. So, um, yeah, it's it's nice to be able to feel good and eat food that you still love and go about your life you know, how you want to. So that's great. That's great. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And, thank and happy you earth day. <laughs> that was a nice yeah, day. Yeah, you too. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Talk All right. To you talk soon. to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Defy gravity is here for you, for your health, body, mind, and spirit to bring you knowledge and education to empower you to own your life and be in charge of it. Come on in regularly for the knowledge that you need to support all of your life's objectives. I'm Juliana Sauber, traditional naturopath, and not only a survivor, but I've recovered. And I'm living free of health challenges that kept me down for almost two decades. So I'm here to share with you the things that I did to regain my health and get my life back and bring people to you that will also help you and give you more information and more perspectives. And that is the key to creating the life that you want. So welcome to Defy Gravity. Subscribe, come back regularly. Please invite your friends, share this podcast. Find us on Facebook and Instagram because we are here to meet your needs.